One, a two, a one. It's time for the Better Horses Radio Show with Ernie Rodina. Saddle up and ride as we explore the Western way of life. Horses and cows, family and friends, a relationship with the land, and a relationship with God. It's all here on Better Horses Radio. Now let's hit the trail with Ernie and his co-host, Don Dawson. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, don't touch that dial, folks. It's time to get around and talk horses. Everybody, I'm Ernie Rudina. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Don Dawson. Welcome to the Better Horses Radio Show. So glad you can join us and uh, uh, just great to, great to have you on today. We are glad to have everybody tuned in today. And we're going to have a fun show today, aren't we, Ron? Boy, we are. We've got a great lineup today. We're going to uh, we're going to go out west. We're going to go south of the border, and we're going to do it all right here from your radio station. So it'll be a fun little trip today. And yep. uh, other thing, Ron and Don, we're going to be kind of given the. This is the first meeting, really, or first uh, broadcast that we're promoting our big event coming up in uh, this. I think it's August. About no, it's uh, that's in July, July and we we are going to be hitting on that. But you know, you guys, we need to get this show started off just right, and we can do that because we have Pastor Steve Stafford with us today. Are you with us, Steve? I'm here. It's good to be with you kids, as always. Yeah, we're glad to have you. I hope you had a good Easter, Steve. I'm still eating eating my peeps. Oh, yeah. (laughs) You and Ernie. (laughs) I love my peeps. I'm kind of getting addicted to them, so it's great to have you, Steve. Hope you had a blessed (laughs) Easter yesterday. It was a great weekend, yes. Hey, Steve, get us going right today. Let's give it a try. Hey, folks, you know what? It's always makes our day when we can come together with you all out there as well. Well, you know, last week we did celebrate the greatest day given to humanity, Easter Sunday, commemorating the resurrection of our Lord from the grave. But what happened after that infamous day. Well, the Bible tells us about these two guys. Well, they're walking along a dirt road and and they're talking about what they had just witnessed in the crucifixion and the resurrection. And they were having trouble understanding all that had happened. Well, there comes alongside of them another fellow. They didn't know who he was, but they invited him to join them. It wasn't until this new fellow prayed that they realized just who it was. It was the risen Savior, Jesus the Christ. You know, when we're troubled, when we're confused and scared, filled with more questions than we have answers, we too can invite Jesus into our story, into our journey, because he's just one prayer away. Hey, this is Steve Stafford. I am the pastor at Risen Ranch Cowboy Church and a very proud member of the Better Horses family. Hey, Pastor Steve, thanks again, as always. Following up uh, Resurrection Sunday with the fact that you're right, and the Bible tells us it didn't end there. In fact, one day Christ will return, and we all eagerly await that. But until then, we continue to look forward to your devotions, Pard. So thanks thanks a bunch. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Ron. Thank you, guys. Good to be with you. Absolutely. Thank you, Pastor Steve. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, okay. See you. All right. All right. right. Bye-bye. Hey, you guys, we have a great show lined up today. We, you know, last week we got to visit with Jill Dunkel. And after we got off the phone, she had a great idea for our guest. And uh, we were thrilled to have him. And we are having Bobby Walton on today. She is talking about 
a new deal. I, th- I think it's fairly new. The National Inter- Intercollegiate Ranch and Stock Horse National Championships and all that's going on, on with that. It's pretty cool. So that's going to be an interesting topic. Boy, and then we're following that up with a uh, with somebody who's no stranger to Western Performance Entertainment. And we're talking about Jerry Diaz and his son. So we're looking forward uh, to talking to them about the Diaz family and the things they've got going on. But before we do that, you know what time it is right now, don't you? Uh, I sure do. You're talking about the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center tip of the week, Ernie. Uh, Sorry, I butted in, but I'm so excited to get to it because we're talking about traveling and diseases that your horse can run into while you're traveling. Dawn had a great interview. How about we go listen to that right now? Sounds good. Thanks, Ron. We are here this week with Dr. Chris Blevins for the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Tip of the Week. Dr. Chris is the clinical professor of equine field services up there. He's out in the field. He sees a lot of stuff. So, Dr. Chris, what is your tip this week? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, horses, uh, they travel. And I think it's something to just kind of keep in mind that there are different diseases that horses are exposed to in different regions of the United States. So, you know, and uh, sometimes we get so focused on everything happens where we're at and nothing else is different uh, no matter where we go. And that's not necessarily always the case. And I think it's something to just uh, to know and to be aware of uh, with this. And, and we hear about, you know, the more common things that do happen around here, but also especially when we go to high concentrated areas where horses are coming in to one spot, like flu, right? So the influenza, like equine herpes virus, again, those can be anywhere, the neurologic one for the herpes. Uh, but, you know, some of the other things are based on regions like Potomac horse fever, uh, you know, and that one is actually dealing with diarrhea and lethargy and maybe even laminitis. This virus, not even virus, it's it's actually a rickettsial uh, type of bug that they pick up because they're close to a water source. And regionally, this is more common in kind of the Potomac region. So Ohio, Indiana, uh, Michigan, uh, you know, if you're traveling to these areas, even for Illinois, uh, you know, close to the Illinois-Missouri border, they do have this, uh, you know, Potomac horse fever that they'll have every once in a while. So St. Louis, Missouri area, you know, you have to kind of be aware of. So if you're traveling to these areas, usually it's going to have to be during the summer to fall, spring time frame. You're going to be close to water sources that your veterinarian could even help and vaccinate your horse for a Potomac horse fever prior to going to those regions. In addition, if you have any clinical signs of your horse of that diarrhea, laminitis, lethargy, after they've been to those regions, guys, uh, you know, talking to your veterinarian and seeing if Potomac horse fever could be a possibility because you traveled there. You know, and some of the other things could be even uh, tick-borne, uh, you know, sometimes even down to the south, vesicular stomatitis. Uh, we've heard about that. We've heard about it here in Kansas. It's more likely uh, in the south. And so, uh, you know, Texas, they see more of it, uh, you know, into Oklahoma, New Mexico, um, you know, even into Colorado. They'll have uh, some, some high concentrated areas in through there. But again, 
We have seen it in Kansas be stuff that just be aware of. And really, there is no vaccine for that. It's just kind of prevention and, you know, not traveling with a horse that, that has that, obviously. But things that you'd be looking for is lesions around the mouth or lesions above the coronary band. And talk to your veterinarian right off the bat if you notice that, because that needs to be addressed and, and uh, you know, looked at pretty quick. And so, gosh, you know, there's, there's a lot of things that, that can happen in different regions and, and just being aware of those things and, and uh, looking or asking your veterinarian before you travel, what things can I do to prevent or what diseases, you know, could they have in that region? Some things, it's not really things we're thinking about but just trying to protect our horses as we're as we're traveling at with them is, is going to be important and being aware uh, that there's different regions that will have different diseases. Great tip, Dr. Chris. And, you know, one thing that I'm thinking as you're visiting about that is sharing water is the most common way to transmit diseases. We've learned that. So um, just make sure that you use your own buckets and your own water, right? That is correct. Yeah, that's that's something that's very, very common. And, and you know, just, you know, nose to nose contact can happen, but just trying to, you know, have have those things in mind uh, with horses and being aware, right? You hear a horse coughing or something, you might want to stay a little bit further away from them. Thank you, Dr. Chris. We sure appreciate your tips every week. We love them and uh, we're taking better care of our horses because of it. Thank you. Hey, Don, that was a lot of stuff tossed in in a really short interview. Well done. And so another tip for folks who might want to, to be aware of what they should look out for when they're traveling, they can go to the Equine Disease Communication Center and they can find out what type of diseases or outbreaks there have been uh, anywhere that they're going in the country. That's right. Great website and lots of information there. And we do thank uh, Dr. Chris Blevins. He gives us some great tips and that one was really good one. So, Hey, we got a good show lined up, but we better take a break before we get that kicked off. So folks, this is Better Horses Radio. Stay with us. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 14th to June 24th. 2023 marks 58 years of the Pinto World Championship. With $1 million in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and healthy competition. For more information, check out the website PintoWorld.com. Runny nose, cough, fever. It's flu season for humans and horses. Like human flu vaccines, equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now. Merck Animal Health's flu-containing vaccines include the most current flu strains, protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it. Talk with your veterinarian about Prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. Routine dental examination and treatments are essential for high-quality horse care. To prevent potential problems, a horse's mouth should be examined at least once a year. 
I'm Dr. Chris Blevins, equine field service veterinarian at Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. We can examine the mouth and provide a treatment plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Marnie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. And we are bringing you another segment brought to you by Merck Animal Health, a great company out there. Go to their website, MerckAnimalHealth.com. That's M-E-R-C-K. See all the products that they have. We're going to push uh, their warmers today, Safeguard and Panicure. They each have their own website as well. Details about each product. Talk to your vet about what wormer is needed this time of year, and then look at Merck Animal Health products for that use. So, hey, you guys, we are so excited. We've got a, a little different topic today. We talked with uh, Jill Dunkel last week, and she we got off the phone with her, and she gave us these folks' information, and boy, we were intrigued with what they have going on. We have Bobby Walton with us today. She is not only the center director uh, equine Center Director at Tarleton State University for Animal Science, but she's also the Director of the National Intercollegiate Ranch and Stock Horse Association. Are you with us, Bobby? Yes, ma'am. What a fun and cool event you guys have going on. Yeah, we're pretty excited about it. So, you know, we've talked about some of the intercollegiate competitions that go on with the colleges where the teams go around and compete at different Western pleasure, different, you know, English, all the different varieties. This is a bit different, isn't it? It is. Uh, it's all uh, ranch horse associated. So the classes that we do are ranch pleasure, uh, ranch trail, ranch reining, and working cow horse. And Bobby, do do each one of the schools, do they bring their own team's horses? How, how are they mounted? Uh, well, the, all the schools are a little bit different, but the majority of the students are riding their own personal horses. So it depends on some schools may have some school horses that some of their students may ride, but the majority of them are personally owned horses. Okay. Which is and, a lot different than the other organization where they ride the, the school's horses where they are competing at, right? Yes. Yeah. So, Bobby, this um, upcoming uh, show that we were talking about before we went on the air, this will be the national championship that's coming up in Amarillo? It is. Uh, this is a, a, we started this a few years ago. This will be the third uh, national championship show uh, for this organization. Uh, and uh, there's not, it's not a qualifying show um, at this point in time, all of the, if the, Colleges and universities are interested in competing. Uh, they can enter up a team as long as they're a member of the organization. And how many teams will you have competing at this? Do you know yet? Uh, it looks like around 17. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And so this, this will be the third. So it's a relatively new as an organization intercollegiately. Who, who, won, who won last year? Do you remember? Uh, last year, so there's two divisions. There's a Division One and a Division Two. Uh, Division One champions last year were Texas Tech University, and the Division Two team champion team last year was University of Arkansas. 
Oh, yeah. I just happened to know that, Ernie. Sorry. I baited that one in there. Uh, it was fun reading in the newspaper, saying what those kids did at the University of Arkansas. What's the difference in the divisions, Bobby? Uh, it, it has to do with the team size. So uh, in order to be a Division One team, you have to have two point riders from each different uh, division within the organization. So that their divisions are novice, limited, non-pro, and non-pro. And so a D1 team will have two individual point riders from each one of those divisions, where a Division Two team, they only have four uh, point riders and they're combination of team can come from either the novice or the limited non-pro. How did you guys get this going? I um, you know, and we in visiting with Jill Dunkel last year, she's in, involved with the shot organization, Stock Horse of Texas. So how does that all blend together to come to this organization? Well, the collegiate stock horse actually all started within the Stock Horse of Texas. So a gentleman named Chris Wilson who was at Texas Tech University. This is pretty much what his idea. Uh, and he started all on a team from Texas Tech. Uh, she did not be wrong with the date, but it's been, been quite a few years ago. Uh, and he, uh, so he just started it there. And then there were some other schools around Texas that joined on. And, and, uh, and then there were some schools from Colorado uh, that started um, when the when uh, it was with the American Stock Horse Association, and so that's how you know everybody was kind of doing their own thing. Uh, and so, uh, uh, as coaches, uh, we wanted to see this grow more on a national level, and so we got together and we started the National Intercollegiate Ranch and Stock Horse Association to try to make it a true national championship competition. Uh, instead of just within each individual affiliate that the schools would compete at. Uh, and that's where we, uh, and we kind of piggyback on, on the National Ranch and Stock Horse Alliance, um, which is an organization that's more national. There's several different uh, types of ranch horse organizations that are members of this alliance. And so we kind of piggybacked on that a little bit to get started. So Bobby, any of our uh, listeners whether that would be parents of or the youngsters that are listening themselves, maybe in high school, how would they go about figuring out how to get involved in this sport in college? Well, uh, we have a website uh, and on our website, it's nirsha.org. Uh, there is a, a list of teams of colleges and universities that have stock horse teams or ranch horse teams uh, around the country. And so if I was uh, somebody that was interested, I'd look uh, at that list and see if there's one uh, at a school that you would be interested in attending. Um, also, there it's growing, a growing organization. And if there's some young people at a college or a university that does not currently have a team, uh, there's some information on that website that can kind of tell them how to go about, about getting one started at their school. Uh, so the best place to start would be getting a list of those and then contacting the, the coaches uh, from those schools and then setting up a time to meet with them. So do those colleges within those areas, the different colleges, do they have their own shows that they compete at in addition to the championships? They do. Uh, and some some areas have 
uh, uh, more to to go through, go to, I guess, to select from. You know, in Texas, we're pretty fortunate because we do have the stock horse of Texas. Uh, in Colorado, they have an affiliate with, of the stock horse of Texas, which is called the Cowan. It's the Colorado, uh, Wyoming, Nebraska. I think that's this, the deal. And, and so the schools from Colorado, Wyoming, and Nebraska and up north, they compete there. Um, there's also the American Stock Horse Association. So there's some schools like uh, Tennessee and, and Missouri uh, and Arkansas and some of those schools may compete there. Uh, there's also other uh, ranch and stock horse associations around the country. And we're hoping that uh, some of those will kind of take interest in this and, and encourage some schools in their part of the country to, to look into starting an uh, organization there. It looks to me, uh, you guys are really, I uh, have jumped on a, a, a good direction with, with your organization uh, and, and, and bringing your, uh, your, your show in uh, to these, uh, as far as the ranch horse, the stock horse and all that. Seems like that's where the interest is. Yes. That. Well, this it's just pretty cool to hear about this. And it's I can only see it getting really big with everything that's going on in the cow horse world and the the draw to doing those type of events, the ranch horse classes, all that is so huge in the AQHA organization as well as this uh, any organization anymore has got you know, the, the reigning horse association puts events like this into us so yeah yeah we're hoping that this is uh just the start of something big <laughs> yeah well bobby you've been awful gracious to talk to us about the national organization we'll give you just a minute here to talk a little bit about tarleton state university and what you all have going on there well, thank you. Um, we have uh, here at Tarleton, we have a, an animal science degree, uh, just like most school, other schools. Or, um, we also have an equine certificate program uh, that students can, uh, if they're interested in, in specializing in horses, uh, the, they don't have to be an, or an animal science major to do our certificate program. They can actually be any major as long as it works in within their, their degree plan. Um, we have, uh, I think we're, we're located in the heart of the Western horse world. So, uh, we're really working on building, building our program in this area to, and enhancing, uh, hopefully the Western horse world in this area. We have a small production herd here, um, raise cutting, raining and rain cow horses, uh, all used in the classes and uh, in the end we we sell them as yearlings uh, students market them as yearlings and uh, act as agent for the university and tarleton state is in stephenville texas correct yes sir stephenville, yeah you texas. all do have you all do have a little bit of a horse industry going on right there don't you <laughs> yeah yeah just a little bit they call it the cowboy capital so yeah <laughs> Well, very interesting, Bobby. We have um, Facebook pages, websites. The website again was nirsha.org. Uh, same thing on the on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is really the whole name: National Intercollegiate Ranch and Stock Horse Association. So, anything we can do to help promote your association, don't hesitate to get a hold of us. Our TV show is nationwide. And our radio show, of course, is nationwide. So we'd love to help promote it. 
Well, that's awesome. Um, I will take the information and we'll share it and, and we can uh, also help promote your, uh, your show. Okay. So, uh, uh, I will uh, get that where, you know, we're, we're trying to really promote all of this here. Obviously it's, we're a week away, um, from the competition. So, yeah, well, we like what you're doing. Uh, like I said, I kind of knew going into this that I'd get to plug the university of Arkansas. I know some of the kids that were on there and appreciate what you're doing with our youth and, uh, promoting, uh, ranch horses. So thanks again, Bobby, for joining us here on better horses radio. Keep up the great work. Thank you. And thanks for the opportunity. Absolutely. Thank you, Bobby. This is Better Horses Radio. We'll be right back. Hey, we're back. This is Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. I'm Ernie Rudina. And I'm Dawn Dawson. And our next segment is brought to you by DECRA. D-E-C-H-R-A dot com is the website. Look at the product OSFOS that they have, O-S-P-H-U-S. It is an amazing, an amazing product that helps or cures navicular horses. So go check that out. Talk to your vet about it, OSFOS. Hey, Ernie, we've got a great guest coming on, don't we? I've been chomping at the bit uh, ever since I know we we're going to get these folks on. They are the they are horsemen's horsemen. Wouldn't you say that? Yes, and absolutely. So, so glad to ha- get them on. We're going to be talking about a big event right there in our backyard up there in Kansas. We're, uh, and we're going to kind of announce that. And folks, you won't want to miss that. But how honored we are to have fifth generation horsemen. And we're talking about Jerry uh, Diaz and his son, uh, Nicholas Diaz. And just great horsemen. And I remember the last First time I saw uh, Nicholas, I think he wasn't hardly walking, you know, and now he's a world <laughs> champion horseman and everything else. I tell you what, uh, just a great guy. And I just, uh, uh, I, I always get the urge to introduce Jerry by just going, Jerry, at the American <laughs> World. Remember that? That, was, and this that is, is the guy, my good friend. This is the guy, Jerry, uh, my son, Took him to his uh, preschool, uh, open house, show and tell, show and tell. Yeah. But this is so. So I'm without any further ado. We want to talk to Jerry. Talk about the great event, Don, coming up. It's going to be right just outside of Kansas City and Topeka. Jerry and Nicholas, welcome to Better Horses Radio. Thank you. Thank you. It's an honor, an honor to be with you guys. Like always, Uh, it's my pleasure and. A uh, very special afternoon for myself. Uh, I speak from my heart that uh, now my son, uh, Nicolas Adrian Diaz, is uh, on the line with us. And uh, Ernie, I believe that I was one of your first uh, interviewers uh, when you first started about 18 years ago on this wonderful program that has educated so many people throughout the United States of America and other places as well. So we feel honored and Yes, we're excited, uh, Ron and Don and Ernie, to participate this year uh, for our second uh, annual, I believe, uh, July the 8th in Alma, Kansas, uh, at the Volland uh, store there in Alma. Uh, It's going to be a great event. Uh, I'm sure there's going to be wonderful food, uh, music, the Reese family and company 
uh, always put on a first class event, don't you think? Oh my gosh, do they ever, Jerry? And uh, we we do have some great details. Uh, you guys definitely want to get this on your calendar. Now, Jerry says annual. We tried to do annual, but then COVID hit, which messed us up in 2020 and the last couple of years. And last year was hard on the schedule. But we are back doing this full-fledged event at the Volan Store, July 8th, 2023. And Jerry, your whole family will be here. Your whole crew of horses will be here. You have a ton of stuff. The Diaz family is so talented. Nicholas, uh, with all his world championships that he's had recently, uh, what an exciting event. Well, we're excited, Don. Uh, uh, we're going to take with us the uh, my lovely wife, Stacy. She'll be presenting for the first time there a beautiful black Andalusian stallion that she works this horse at Liberty. Um, she'll be, and uh, we're going to have a theme, an equestrian theme, because right following the Diaz family, we have a, a great concert to follow that evening. But we're going to have... Uh, our Liberty horse, and then she's going to come back and ride the horse. All three of us will ride together. I'll be presenting to you our traditional Mexican charro uh, tradition. It's in my family, personally, myself, that we've had the honor to go to the Olympics and perform for seven world leaders and carry on the legacy of my ancestry from Mexico. My dad, Don Jose Pepe Diaz, a uh, horseman that was very uh, blessed and talented and and had a, the honor to perform and train for the president of Mexico back in the 40s, Pancho Lázaro Cárdenas, and then traveled around the United States of America with one of the largest circuses in the world, Barnum and Ringling Brothers and Bailey. They What an honor to continue the legacy. That's why I feel so excited that my wife, a third-generation horsewoman, uh, stunt rider, Roman rider, trick rider. Uh, it's going to present uh, there for the first time there in Alma, uh, her Liberty Black Stallion Conquisto. Uh, Nicolas will uh, tell him a little bit about what you're going to be doing, Mijo, uh, and, and your tribute to that day with us. Sure. Well, um, on that special day, I'm going to be doing uh, something a little bit different that not very many people have ever seen in the United States. Um, I'm going to be riding uh, traditional and traditional Portuguese attire. Uh, the horse will be completely dressed in the traditional Portuguese bullfighting attire. And we do a wonderful exhibition of the classical movements, uh, stuff that was performed many, many years ago. And we put a wonderful performance and act together just to showcase and demonstrate uh, how the horses maneuver and the different uh, bullfighting or ring style uh, activities that they do. So it's really a lot of fun. And um, it's really pretty to see the costumes of the horses, especially out in the, the Flint Hills grass out there. Well, Jerry, I, I have not gotten to meet you in person, but I have seen you uh, perform. And I, I would try to describe and suggest to folks that you and Nicholas, uh, your wife, Stacy, uh, are horsemen. Uh, you are somebody that horsemen uh, desire to watch, to learn from. And yet I, I think what I really enjoy most is you're also entertainers. 
And so your horsemanship combined with the entertainment uh, is really something I think that has given you the brand that you have. When people hear of Jerry Diaz and now, of course, with your wife, Stacy, which she's been there and now Nicholas, um, Jerry, talk to us for just a minute what it means to be able to bring your son into the business. Well, <laughs> it almost brings tears to my eyes because as a little boy, you know, I believe now what my dad was feeling when I was growing up and I wanted to be like him, a performer, a horseman, a perfectionist, a very proud, a regal man uh, on this horse. He almost like, I can almost say like he was like this peacock, you know, big, big chest. You know, he was very proud, but his horsemanship, he always told me that uh, you have to educate your horse and put time into the horse and be very dedicated. And he's only going to give you as much as you put into the horse. He's going to give back. And myself, to see now my son uh, grow as a little boy, he's been performing with my wife and I since he was, I carried him in my, in my arms. And uh, just uh, 19 years ago, because he's 19 now, I took him North Carolina. I was doing the Rolex championship, Mr. Ron, and I brought Nicholas out in an Easter basket <laughs> when he was a baby. So, you know, having him now uh, put the horses through the paces and with so much pride and energy and love and passion and dedication, um, there's really no words to describe that. Very proud of him. Very proud. Well, I want our listeners, if they don't know who Nicholas Diaz is or Jerry Diaz, uh, first, I'm going to brag on Nicholas. Go to his Facebook page, you guys. You will be in awe of what this young man does with horses. And, you know, he, yeah, he learned it from his mom and his dad. So lots of us just have one parent. He had both who taught him everything he knows. And plus, he's taken that and done even more. And uh, his Facebook page is just awesome. So go to Nicholas A. Diaz on Facebook and check it out. And Jerry, you guys, you just do, you have the most awesome show. You, your big dinner theater shows, all that you have going on uh, are pretty amazing. Uh, you'll be coming from Greeley, Colorado with a big event they're doing just the weekend before you uh, land here in uh, Alma, Kansas, uh, my hometown. And we are yes. looking forward to having you here. Absolutely. What's We're excited. Uh, Mr. Ernie, Ron, and, and Don, we're excited Uh uh, I just would like to say to our listeners that um, we are a family. Uh, we believe in the Lord uh, keeping us together with faith, uh, our horses, and uh, we love for people to sit back. And what a beautiful setting there in Alma, Kansas, uh, just before sunset. Um, there's going to be beautiful music there. And again, people will have the opportunity, Don, and to to after the show, take pictures with us, with the horses. These will be all Andalusians. These are Andalusian, uh, a breed. My son, Nicholas, is proud to be continuing on the legacy, the heritage. It goes back close to 500 years of the horse breed. Isn't that true, Nicholas? I'll tell them a little yes. bit about yes. this breed of Andalusians. Well, the, in the Andalusians, um, we've always used them as part of our performances in the show because they're very beautiful and, and very animated and uh we started to breed some of our own andalusians and we've gotten more into that 
And we always find that it's nice to have horses that you raise and breed yourself to then grow and train them for the show. So we started doing that and we have a wonderful selection of mares and stallions that we use for our breeding program. We have two babies on the ground right now and we're expecting two more any day. So we're really excited to see um, what they're going to produce for us. But the Andalusian breed is a very old breed that was started in Spain and we have brought uh, most of our stallions from Spain. So they are true to their bloodline. They have very old bloodlines that keep the traditional style of horse, the correct height and body frame. And we really love using those horses and people just seem to love them. And in particular, um, we like the, the black horses. Um, they're more rare in the Andalusian race, less than maybe 3% of the Andalusian race has black horses. So we are uh, narrowing that gene down and trying to produce the highest quality black Andalusians that we can um, to preserve all of that bloodline and work that has gone on centuries ago. Well, Nicholas, it's, it's impressive to see how you've taken up not only uh, the family business, the family uh, craft of horsemanship and entertainment, but now breeding the Andalusians. And we, we gave your dad a minute to talk about what it means to him uh, to see you work right alongside of him and see your success. From your perspective, just share with our listening audience what it what it means to have grown up in the Diaz family and to be the fifth generation of horsemen. Well, that's a great question. <laughs> but um, no, it's it's been truly a blessing because I don't know if I was born into another family if I ever would have found horses or ever would have you know become found my dream of of being and working with horses. I don't know if that would have ever happened for me. So I am blessed uh, to find what I love at such an early age and to learn from my parents, perform with my parents, anything that I am thinking about doing, they've either done or, you know, have knowledge in what I want to do. And so I always have someone to ask and go to. Um, and that's been so wonderful. I, I can't even express how great it is. A lot of work does go into it. It's, it's, not easy. So much work goes into the animals that we have and uh, all the training that we do. It takes years and a lot of time just to sometimes perfect one uh, maneuver a horse does or, uh, or anything. Um, it takes us a long time. And, and when we see our horses go into the show and perform, maybe a horse that's been in training for a long time with us and we take them into their first show, you know, we get all excited and it's, it's, it's amazing to see and you get a lot of satisfaction from it. I love performing and I, for the same reason, I think my parents do. It's the energy that the crowd gives you. Um, it's no words can, can express what it feels like. I got to tell you guys, uh, I had an opportunity, Ernie and I were in Madison, Wisconsin at the big horse festival up there when Nicholas was a very little boy and Stacy asked me to lead Nicholas in to their show uh, while they were doing their event and Nicholas and I walked around the perimeter of the arena. And I'm telling you, I was scared to death 
that what would happen if that little boy <laughs> fell off that horse while I was leading it? But we made it. <laughs> hey, folks, I'm going to well, tell God, you again. Uh, I'm, I'm going to tell you again. Mark your calendars, July the 8th, and uh, vo the Ballin store is right off I-70. Uh, uh, what do you think, Don? About 100 miles to the uh, uh, west of Kansas City? We're just right at 100 miles west of Kansas City. Uh, this event, you guys can go to the Ballin store website, uh, ballinstore.com. Now, the doors open at 530. Uh, there's going to be a mariachi band, food trucks. There's going to be art in the Volen store, which you guys will definitely want to see. That begins, all that's open at 5.30. The Diaz family performance will be at 7 uh, and go till about 7.45 or so. Then you'll get to meet them in person and take pictures with their horses. And then it's followed up by a beautiful concert in the ruins. If you're not familiar with the ruins, uh, that's a cool, cool place for shows and bands to perform at. So uh, all of this is uh, bringing, brought to you by the Volen store. Uh, it, the entry fee is $45, but you're from Wabunsee County, you get it for $25. And maybe I'll have lots of friends that are with me from Wabunsee County that when we show up for that show. <laughs> it's going to well, be folks, good. It's 12 and under free. Yep. And for more information, we're running out of time, and I'm sure we have wet your appetite to say where else can we learn more about the Diaz family. Go to charojerrydiaz.com. You can get to their website and you can see their calendar. Uh, you can see their training facility and uh, time always flies by Jerry and Nicholas. We thank you so much for getting on better horses radio and hope to have you back on again soon. Thank, thank you, you for so having much, us, Ernie, Ron, Thanks. and Don. It's, it's always a pleasure. Uh, we feel very honored and blessed to be with you guys today. Thank you so much for all of our listeners to continue to live on the tradition. Well, we'll have you back on again. Uh, we've got quite a bit of time in between the event, so we will definitely have you guys back, and we'll talk about it more. You bet. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Have a blessed day. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Hey, Ron, we better take a break. Hey, folks, this is Better Horses Radio. Stay with us. This is your chance to experience a 13-day horse show beginning June 14th to June 24th. 2023 marks 58 years of the Pinto World Championship. With $1 million in cash and prizes, there are no qualifications required to enter. Held in Tulsa, Oklahoma, located at the Ford Livestock Complex, the Pinto World Championship caters to all types of equines. With 700 classes, the Pinto Show welcomes a variety of breeds to compete. It's a family environment and healthy competition. For more information, check out the website PintoWorld.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Dylan Luter, a specialist in equine performance medicine at the Kansas State University Veterinary Health Center. Our new service focuses on lameness diagnosis, advanced imaging, physical therapy, and regenerative medicine for horses with injuries preventing them from performing at their best. We can treat a variety of conditions and design a customized rehabilitation plan to meet the needs of each client and their horse. Visit us at ksvhc.org, the Veterinary Health Center, to discover, to teach, to heal.
Hi, I'm Tommy with Heritage Tractor. Whether you're looking to maintain your yard or your whole ranching operation, Heritage Tractor has John Deere mower and tractor packages that make work fly by. With a variety of horsepower and attachment configurations, we have a package to best fit your needs and budget. To learn more about these exclusive packages, visit us in-store or online at HeritageTractor.com. Legendary products, extraordinary service, that's our heritage. Established in 1956, the Pinto Horse Association of America was formed to welcome all types of equines and maintain their show records and pedigrees. PTHA currently has over 88,000 members with 157,000 registered Pintos. There are currently three separate registries, the Color Registry, the Solid Registry, and the Long Ear Registry. We welcome all levels of competition within a family-friendly environment. Become a member, register, and add value to your horse. For more information, check out the website Pinto World com runny nose cough fever it's flu season for humans and horses like human flu vaccines equine flu vaccines must be updated to protect against the flu strains circulating now Merck animal health's flu containing vaccines include the most current flu strains protecting your horse from illness and time mistraining because of it talk with your veterinarian about prestige flu vaccines and learn more about the science of advanced protection at prestigevaccines.com. We're here for the hardworking, the resilient. We're for the people who measure their days by what needs to get done, not by hours. Where kids learn responsibility at a young age and generations work side by side. Where work doesn't pause for holidays or bad weather. It just gets harder. Where value and hard work means more than the clothes you wear. We're Kleinschmidt's Western Store, Higginsville, Missouri. It's time to go with United Mosquito and Fly Control's premier fly system for fly control in your barn. Providing relief for horses from the stress of fighting flies. And also makes a barn more pleasant for everyone in the barn. Easy, effective, and safe. With United Mosquito and Fly Control, we provide a full service. You as the barn owner don't have to do anything. We go everywhere and take care of everything with our friendly fast service. Call today at 913-558-3814 or email paul at unitedmosquito.com. Hey, we're back. Thanks for listening to Better Horses Radio. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Ernie Rodina. And I'm Don Dawson. And our next segment is brought to you by Stanley Premium Western Forage. Go to their website, stanleyforage.com. See all the products that they have, but especially check out their alfalfa products. You can supplement your current hay with the alfalfa and have a high quality feed product for your horses. So check them out. Hey, Don, you know, we had a great segment just right before promoting the big Big event with Jerry Diaz. I was at Ballin store out in the beautiful Flint Hills. Yeah. I failed to mention a key catalyst in this whole thing. Just a great couple. We're talking about uh, Jerry and Patty Reese making it happen. They are they are like making this thing happen down there. So you might touch on those guys a little bit. Well, they are pretty amazing. They they are the founders of the Ballin store and. Uh, we did this uh, event. I say we because Jeff and I get to help with it. Uh, Jerry and Patty put this event on in 2019, and the crowd was huge. So, you guys, you definitely want to uh, get it on your schedule. Uh, there's a lot of room for everybody to come, but it will be packed with people. You will enjoy it. Jerry and Patty will make sure 
that it is a top-notch event. So the first time we did come. it, Don. First time we did it two years ago. I think it was two yep. years ago. It was we three, really four years ago. It's 2019. We didn't really promote it like it should have been. And they had 600 plus people show up at the yep. arena. And so what yes. that brings up to mind, you do plan on coming to get your ticket. Make sure you bring your lawn chair or yes. get a lawn chair. Bring a lawn chair there. 600. It's going to be tremendous. It's going to be one of the biggest events, I think, Don, in that part of the country. Yep. And then when we got got done with Jerry and Nicholas uh, during the break, we were visiting with them. Jerry's going to be doing some workshops in the area a few weeks after the event. So stay tuned for that as well. That'll be fun. You're exactly right. It's going to be great. Boy, we're getting into that time of year when there are a lot of events going on. And uh, stay tuned to Better Horses Radio. We'll try to keep you up to date. And reach out to Don and Ernie if you've got a horse event that you want some publicity for. Yeah, send it and put it to Ernie at betterhorsesradio.com. We'll put it on there. We get it out in front of a lot of folks. And uh, uh, I just can't brag enough about the uh, our newsletters that go out and, and not to mention our radio show. Right. You guys go to betterhorses.com. There is a free calendar on there for you to put, promote your horse events. Uh, it's just absolutely free. You can email the information in, they'll get it on the website for you. It doesn't matter if you're in Kansas or New York or California, take advantage of that calendar. So people can find your event. It gets watched. We're so glad you tuned in today to better horses. And we just love talking to you again. We have a lot of good events, Don, but this one with Jerry Diaz in the summer, I can't think of any place better to be than in the beautiful Flint Hills at the Fallen Store, about 100 miles due west of Kansas City. Yeah, easy to get to. So put it on your calendar, July 8th. Oh, it's that time. It flies by every week. Hey, guys, I can't tell you how much we enjoy talking to you about our horses, our horse events, and everything else. It's a blast. We got to uh, do that. And I want to say a shout out, we want to, to Rooster Redmond, uh, Connie, and Brent. And Luke. Jeff, J.D., Carmen, Justin, and Hattie, you guys be good. How about you, Ron? Rody, Briar, Mesa, Clay, Jude, Cade, you guys be good. Jerry Hedrick, Bev Hedrick, let's not, you're a good buckaroo and buckarette. And let's not forget Jerry uh, Reese and Patty. Until next week, I'm Bernie Rodina. I'm Ron McDaniel. And I'm Don Dawson. Happy trails and be sure to ride for the brand. Thank you.